Manx Radio's update with Chris Pearson. Pastor Mai, good evening. It's half past five and this is Update for Thursday the 5th of January 2023 from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus sport, business, sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person. Tonight there's a suggestion that the email account of the leader of Douglas Borough Council may have been hacked, that police and courts have new powers to prosecute those committing domestic abuse, Postal costs uh, are on the up next week, some by more than 30%. The island's Catholic leader has been paying tribute to, the, uh, to Pope Benedict XVI, and there are signs that the island's scallop fishery is on the road to recovery. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. 5.31 with the headlines, here's Simon Richardson. Fastamai, supplies of heating oil to the Isle of Man have been affected by shortages in the UK. Manx Petroleum says it's been forced to place temporary restrictions on the amount it delivers to customers until the next shipment arrives. In a statement, the company says it hopes supplies will return to normal later this month. Manx Radio understands the problem affects both major providers on the island. Scallop landings in the first two months of the season are the best for a number of years. That's the positive message from the head of the Manx Fish Producers Association, Dr David Beard. Up to the 25th of December, around 26.5% of the total allowable catch had been brought ashore by 24 vessels from the Manx fishing fleet and 13 UK boats, with the quality of the catch reported to be high. Manx residents sending letters and parcels abroad will see the cost of postage increase next week, with the price of some services set to rise by more than 30 The Isle of Man Post Office has published a breakdown of prices for local, UK, Europe and further afield, which come into force on Monday. Looking at the news further afield, Prince Harry has reportedly claimed he landed on a dog's bowl, which cracked under his back as he alleges he was physically assaulted by his brother in a row over Meghan in 2019. The Guardian's apparently seen a leaked copy of the Duke of Sussex's book, Spare. Kensington Palace is refusing to comment. The UK government's bringing forward new strike laws in the coming weeks to maintain minimum safety levels in public services during industrial action. Ministers claim they're also reaching out to unions, asking them to return to pay negotiations and stop ongoing walkouts. Meanwhile, Labour's promised to repeal any new law on this issue introduced by the Prime Minister. Sir Keir Starmer's given his first big speech of the year, saying there's impatience for change in the UK. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Rain clearing later this evening as the strong south to southwesterly wind decreases a little. Dry overnight with clear spells and temperatures no lower than 5 degrees. For Friday, generally dry and brighter with spells of sunshine and a fresh southwesterly wind. Top temperature 10 degrees. Rain then arriving later on Friday evening, turning heavy for a time overnight and into the weekend, becoming windy with occasional showers and bright or sunny intervals. Next high water tonight, 10.46 at 6 metres. Next low water tomorrow morning at 2 minutes past 5, 1.5 metres. Sunrise is at 8.36 tomorrow morning, and then the next high water after that will be tomorrow morning at 10 past 11 at 6.6 metres. Manx Glass and Glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573. 
Got a news story for the Nation Station? Email newsroom at manxradio.com. A suggestion has been made that the leader of Douglas Borough Council's official email account has been compromised. It's led to confusion over whether an emergency meeting has been called regarding confidence in the leadership of the authority. Tessa Hawley reports. It follows an email sent to Manx Radio on the 30th of December from the official email address of council leader Claire Wells. The email reads, This is just a quick heads up if anything leaks out early next week. I'm sure official Channels will be in touch at some stage in the new year, but the rumour mill has already started, I believe. There has been an emergency meeting of the council called for next week, but I don't intend to resign as other members are suggesting. Far from it, I intend to call a vote of confidence in myself and expect it will be carried unanimously. Best wishes for the new year, when I hope to firm up on the above should fake news circulate. And that email is signed Claire. In response, Isle of Man Advertising, the organisation contracted by Douglas Borough Council for Media Services, told Manx Radio it believes Councillor Wells' email account could have been compromised. Manx Radio contacted Douglas Council Mayor Janet Tomney, but was told she was unaware of any hacking allegations. Douglas Borough Council has been invited to provide an official statement in relation to the claims in the email and any potential security breach. It's hoped that the introduction of two new offences will lead to more understanding and awareness of domestic abuse. New laws which came into force yesterday grant police and courts more power to prosecute perpetrators of abuse, including coercive and controlling behaviour. Sarah Corkish is the Domestic Abuse Officer for the Isle of Man Constabulary. It's going to be more of an investigation for officers so they're going to have to sit down with a victim who will have to unfortunately go through everything that they've been through over x amount of years potentially and get that into a statement form that we are then able to use going forward through the court process. So a great deal of of tact, I suppose, in in approaching those victims. Absolutely. And our officers are already really good at processing that information and talking to our victims Mm -hmm. and building that rapport with them so that they are assured that what they're telling and what is going to happen, it goes forward. um, And it comes to me then as the domestic abuse officer to then take that matter forward through to court and be there for that support. And It's hard for victims because sometimes they come to the police and certain things, action doesn't get taken for whatever reason or victims kind of don't feel that they want to go ahead with the court process and making that statement. And it's for our officers and for myself to offer that additional support that they are believed and that going forward we will be there to support them through the process. From an officer's point of view, historically, has it been quite frustrating not having these powers before? Absolutely. So it's frustrating that officers will do the legwork, do all the hard work. They'll arrest somebody, they'll build a file, they'll build a case. It goes to court. The court, obviously, within their parameters, can only do what they can do. And sometimes, depending on offences that that have happened, whether that's a prison term or it's a fine or a caution or whatever, and then that person, the perpetrator, is then released from custody or released from court, and then they're back in the home environment. So it's quite a short, can be quite a short time away from each other where 
whereas the new legislation allows for that greater gap. Manx residents sending letters and parcels abroad will see the cost of postage increase next week, with the price of some services set to rise by more than 30%. The Isle of Man Post Office has published a breakdown of prices for local, UK, Europe and further afield, which come into force on Monday. Sean Cooper reports. To comment on the update news agenda, call Manx Radio anytime on 682 631 or email update at manxradio.com. Better late than never, here's Sean. Last month, the island's postal service confirmed the cost of a stamp to send letters to Manx, UK and Channel Island addresses would increase from 73% to 80p, roughly in line with the island's inflation rate at the time. The board has since confirmed there will also be price changes for international services, with some areas of the world seeing greater price hikes than others. If you want to send a 20-gram letter to the USA from Monday, it will cost £2.72. That's a rise of 17p compared to current prices, or a 6.6% increase. If you're sending it to any other country in the Americas, as well as many other parts of the world, it will be slightly cheaper at £2.31 per letter, but that's a 32% increase on the current rate. Sending a letter to Europe will go up by 23% to £1.28 and posting the same size letter to Australia is set to rise by 15.4% to £2.32. But if you do want tracking on those letters, it will be just over 16% more expensive from Monday if you're mailing them to Europe, Australia or the rest of the world, but just over 8% more for the USA. Sending parcels will also be more expensive from Monday. Shipping a 2kg item to the UK, Isle of Man or Channel Islands will be going up by 9.9% to £10.10. For the same size internationally, it will be a smaller increase for packages to the USA, Australia and Europe, but a big rise for the rest of the world as the cost will go up by 17.85% to £32.82. You can find a link to the full price list at manxradio.com. Sean Cowper with that report. As the funeral of Pope Benedict XVI has been taking place today, the leader of the Catholic Church on the Isle of Man has been paying tribute to the late pontiff. Monsignor John Devine reflected on what Benedict's leadership meant to the church and how he compares to his successor, Pope Francis. I think it sets the tone. I mean, I can remember reading some. I think it was a comment about, um, about Tony Blair on becoming prime minister. You know, anyone who has a leadership role, I mean, he was saying that the first day he arrived at his desk, having been elected as prime minister, suddenly realized that his power to control events was very, very limited. You know, one person, no matter how powerful, if that's the right word, you know, the world thinks they are, they can't actually do stuff. They can't micromanage everything. So they set the tone. And I think that's what what Benedict did. And it's certainly what Francis is doing now. And I think in the end, that's what leadership is about. People don't look to a leader to get things done. They look to them for inspiration and for, you know, setting the tone, as I say. We need people who who, who are are clever thinking and and articulate, maybe not verbally, but, but on paper, who are thoughtful and prayerful. You know, we need that. And I'm not saying that, 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 that Pope Francis isn't like that, because Pope Francis is gifted in other directions. I think the Catholic Church has a, has a, a great tradition of telling people they're not good enough, you know? And, and I think one of the things that Pope Francis made us realize is that the, the Church is 
something where there's room for everybody. Benedict didn't capture the media. You know, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't like a, an idol for the media. Whereas Pope Francis works very well with the media. He comes across well. But we need that measured, intelligent, intellectual input as well. So, so I think the Holy Spirit gives the church what it needs in every age, really. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. 5.42, no problems reported on the crossings. The next sailing uh, for the Ben McCree uh, will be at... 7.45 this evening. Or well, in fact, it's due in from Heesham at 6 o'clock, first of all. I beg your pardon, on time. Uh, the next departure for the Ben McCree then at 7.45, due into Heesham at 11.30 this evening. Departing once again tomorrow morning at 2.15, due back into Douglas at 6 o'clock. No problems reported and looking slightly further ahead as well. Steam Packet are also saying uh, that all sailings are due to go on time. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. There are clear signs that the island's scallop fishery is on the road to recovery. Landings in the first two months of the season are the best for years and the quality is said to be high. Dr David Beard is the head of the Manx Fish Producers Association. Yeah, I mean, the amount that's actually been caught has uh, been slightly higher this year than the last couple of years for the first two months. Um, And uh, with less boats fishing, that means that uh, each boat has been able to get a larger share of the of the fishery and of the catch so it's been a promising two months really for for us um the total number of boats that are fishing in manx waters has reduced following the uh, king scallop consultation last year and uh, um it's, it's approximately 24 manx boats and 13 uk boats have been fishing so far in november and december so that's a big reduction on the number of boats in previous years when Instead of uh, 37 total, we, we would have um, 50 or 60 a couple of years ago. And then um, back in 2016, we, were, we had about 90 fishing. So it's a, it's a really big reduction in total number of boats that are fishing in Manx waters, which is good for the stocks and, and uh, good for those that are still in the fishery. And is it profitable at the moment for people who are now fishing for scallops? Yeah, I'd say that for those that have been getting out, getting out in the good weather, uh, yes, uh, November, December, the boats would have been uh, making a profit, which is which is the first time for quite a while. So it's really been, in the past couple of years, it's really been a, a survival. But now, it's, uh, the last two months, certainly they've been making um, quite good money. So, yeah, it's it, it definitely has proved compared to previous years. And uh, hopefully that will continue because the with the number of boats restricted that can fish in Manx, waters uh, it should mean and, and that was the idea of the king scallop consultation uh, and the long-term management plan it should mean that uh, the boats that remain in the fishery become profitable in the future so yes it's uh, a promise in two months manx radio business briefing uh, here's the latest. Amazon is shed to, uh, set to shed 18,000 jobs in the biggest round of cuts in its history as the big tech companies brace for global economic slowdowns. Andy Jassy, Amazon's chief executive, confirmed the scale of the layoffs on Thursday morning, blaming the uncertain economy and overhiring during the pandemic. The online retailer said jobs would go across its store's business, which includes the online retail division and its bricks-and-mortar shops. Digital sales have slowed since COVID restrictions eased, whilst the company's newly launched high street shops have failed to crack the hold of traditional brands on shoppers.
UK and European markets closed mixed as global markets digested strong jobs data from the US and hawkish Federal Reserve minutes in the US stock sank after economic data showed private payrolls rose more than expected last month and the weekly jobless claims fell through to a three-month low, pointing to continued tightness in the labour market despite higher interest rates. Oil rebounded over 2% and posted the highest, biggest two-day loss for the start of the year in three decades and gold edged lower. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close of play today, the FTSE 100 closed up 0.64 of a percent at 7,633. The FTSE 250 is up 0.37% at 19,463. The DAX is down by 0.38% at 14,436. At 5 o'clock, the Dow Jones stood down 1.18% at 33,877. Staten Poor 500 is down by 1.09% at 3,811. And the Nasdaq is down by 1.06% at 10,348. For the exchange rates, the British pound will buy 1.191 US dollars and against the euro stands at 1.131. In commodities, gold closed down 1.22% at $1,832 and Brent crude is a barrel, a barrel of uh, Brent crude is up by 0.95%, standing at $78.79. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist, Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682 631 any time of day or night. There's positivity about the way the sport of volleyball has grown on the Isle of Man over the past year. Natalie Wood of Volleyball Isle of Man says Manx players and teams have made big strides over the last 12 months. So there's quite a few things that happened. Uh, firstly, we participated again in Volleyball England's National Cup. Our men's team won their first ever game and so did our ladies as well, actually. So um, in 2021, we didn't win any games and we've already improved that record once. And then the ladies, we actually play again this weekend as well. So if anyone's keen to uh, watch the live stream of that on Sunday, tune into Facebook. Uh, and then as well, we took part in the Lancashire League, which is a mixed league that took place in Garstang. And we actually came in second in that as well. So that was quite exciting. Looking at the chance you've had to experience competition against UK teams, whether it's here on Ireland or off Ireland in most cases, just how valuable has that been to all, all the players and, and coaching staff in developing the game here to maybe up the game going into future games and tournaments? Yeah, I think it's definitely been an incredible experience. Like I said, uh, going from winning no games uh, the previous year to winning two games this past year has been an awesome thing for both our men's and ladies and then just taking part in the Lancashire League as well has given 
since that's mixed, it's given more people an opportunity who aren't necessarily on the men's and women's teams to play at a higher level across. And I think you can see it reflected in the um, level of the games happening in the league on islands. Looking into 2023 then, immediately, of course, the women will be in action this weekend in the National Shield up against York Falcons on Sunday. What are you looking forward to most about that game? Um, I think it's just going to be definitely a great competition um, York is quite a strong team, so it's going to be a great chance to go out and try and test our ability and see how much we've improved since September when we started training again. Manx Radio Sport. And with more sport, it's time to say faster mind to Rob Pritchard. Manx Radio. Well, he wasn't there, was he? So we'll, uh, we'll try and uh, get that in a second. First of all, let's check out the travel. Starting off on the roads, we are being told that uh, in some places there is a little bit of uh, fog and wind causing some issues on the mountain road. So if you are driving uh, and heading that way tonight, do be careful and be aware that the fog is there. No specific problems, just a general situation that's uh, sort of uh, around at the moment. As far as the uh, the roadworks are concerned, here's what we've got for you. Roadworks uh, in Douglas until January 13th. Temporary lights on Ballinard Road. That's near the Scullag Road at the junction. That happens uh, during workday, basically 9.30 till 3.30. New lane, uh, narrow lanes rather and temporary pedestrian crossing on Victoria Street in Douglas at the moment. Uh, the Glen May work should have finished for today and also that Christmas tree should be down now in Ramsey. It was being taken down today. That's what we've got for you. If you know of anything else, do feel free. Get in contact with us and uh, share it with the world. Massimo Tyres. Budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at... Nine minutes to six here is Rob with the sport. Faster my good evening. Starting tonight with cycling and Manx cyclist Tyler Hannay is set to receive some important charitable backing for the upcoming new season. The Rainer Foundation, a cycling charity, has confirmed it will be offering support again to the Island-born competitor for the 2023 season. The organisation aims to support young cyclists from the UK who want to race in Europe and encourage underrepresented groups to engage and succeed in the sport. In a post on social media, Hannay says he feels happy and honoured to be supported by the foundation. Hane is the current Isle of Man record holder for the 25-mile time trial. He'll compete with Italian-based under-23 cycling team Mastromarco Sensi Nibli for the new season. Turning now to surf kayaking, an Isle of Man Paddle Surf Association has secured an important connection to help grow the sport locally for the future. The organisation has confirmed it's been approved for affiliation with British Canoeing. Isle of Man Paddle Surf says this means they'll have a platform going forward to develop the sport. 2022 was a big year for the Isle of Man surf kayaking competitors as they took part in the World Surf Kayaking Championships in Bude in Cornwall from the 29th of September to the 10th of October. There are hopes the team can be back in action later this year at the British Championships and Home Internationals in South Wales. And finally tonight in football, it was an emphatic start for Corinthians in the first game of 2023 of the Jackson's Isle of Man Under-18s League last night. Corinthians secured a commanding 9-0 win over Colby under the floodlights at the bowl on Wednesday evening. As a result, Corinthians move up to fourth in the table onto nine points, level with Laxie and to within four points of Onken at the top of the table. Colby, meanwhile, remains sixth with three points. There will be one game in the division next week on Wednesday, the 11th of January. That'll see fifth-place Braddon take on third-place Laxie. 
The Isle of Man in 30 Minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wint. Oh, with Chris Pearson this evening. A former board member for the Southern Pool phoned up the Manx Radio man in line with Winty earlier today to set the record straight on claims made against the site and the board. It follows a recent report into pools around the island which noted that the Southern Pool should be taken into government ownership. Andy Wint spoke with Barbara Breton. We have fought very, very hard. This present board fought very, very hard to save the pool for the southern community. I would say the demographics of the Isle of Man are such that we do need a pool down the south. I mean, our bus services, etc., are not sufficiently um, robust in order to support people from the south going either to Western or down to the NSC. What I would like to see is a standalone um, facility where all the pools are under one delegated management. I feel that maybe um, a mini NSC down at in the southern would be the way to go. We need a decent pool down here. How far away from real trouble is the southern pool, Barbara? Financially, we're in, we're in trouble now, Andy, if you want the honest truth. The government is supporting us. The subventions that were coming through um, have been the same since 2011. The Southern Pool is a very old pool. Um, The Western and Northern will be in the same situation with the massive loans, etc., in the not-too-distant future. I don't want to point any fingers, Andy, but it's, it's been very difficult but the sole purpose of the board is to save the pool for the southern community. A Ramsey commissioner has given a critical assessment of the Sprint Fest event, which is organised by the board during TT. Robert Cowell called it diabolical and also criticised levels of engagement. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper has more. During last night's public meeting, Commissioner Robert Cowell had a scathing review of last year's Sprint Fest event. The Sprint is the main, he named it after the Sprint. It is Ramsey's most historic event. Now, the Sprint was diabolical. There's no other word for it. I feel like, as, an, as a board, we were sleepwalking into exactly the same scenario. A poor Sprint and a Sprint Fest over four days. Now, you voted on to keep that, so that's fine, and we'll continue as we are for this year. But I think that we need to start with the actual problem, which in my head is the Sprint, and one will feed the other. You know, the two need to be combined together. Uh, point 19, project management and teamwork. There is no teamwork. You know, this is an exercise. So just a few days into the new year and some people will have set themselves ambitious targets for the next 12 months. It might be a way of giving themselves something positive to look forward to after the last two years. John Moss has been out and about seeing what people are hoping to achieve. Normally we'd have lots of things to do. Uh, We love going to, love travel, New York and stuff, but unfortunately this year we've had a a bereavement in the family a few weeks ago so we're just sort of trying to put things together for that but uh, normally yeah normally we've got good plans and we hope to to, to see them through i would love to go up the air uh, i've never actually made it to the um albert tower we live in ramsey right so i well, need to never, make it yeah. up to there but because of my health recently yeah. it hasn't been good but it's improving so my goal let's get to the albert tower <laughs> Xander's learning piano so how long have you been learning it for four months do you enjoy it? Because there's a lot of routine of learning the, the yeah, basics, I, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do like doing it a lot. Be a millionaire. So Brian. keep on buying the lottery tickets? Yeah. <laughs> but nothing in particular that you no. thought of? What about yourself? Not nothing? Quit the no. maybe. <laughs> 
quit vaping. Yeah, that's about it. Have you started? Are you still doing it? I just bought a new vape. Oh, really? Well, that's not a good start, is it? Probably find a new job, maybe. Oh, really? You're not happy with the old one? No, I just left it. Oh, dear. Well, good luck, anyway. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, it's Alex, isn't it? Yeah, I interrupt it is, yeah. you, you're fusking here on, by the Marxist building. Yeah. New Year? Yeah. Do you, at the beginning of the New Year, think, I must do this, I must do that? Music's my my uh, job as well, so I, so I kind of think about getting gigs organised and stuff for the New Year, and I'm, I'm working on a song at the moment yeah. that I wanted to do. Uh, I've done it over Christmas um, because the guy I record with the... And there it was gone. I don't know what happened there. Uh, that's it for the update show for tonight, compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Simon Richardson and also producer Rianne Evans for the, uh, for the updates. After the news at six o'clock, Judith Lay will be opening the door to the Manx Radio archive and looking at the Manx tradition of the festive foolish fortnights. That's all on the way just after six o'clock. That's it from uh, Manx Radio's update. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Crossroads is proud to have taken over the runnings of the Manx Workshop. Providing paid employment for the disabled, the Manx Workshop makes a range of high-quality products, everything from trophy engraving to garden benches. The Manx Workshop have a rich history of working on the island for over 30 years, and Crossroads is proud to have them on board. See crossroadsiom.org to find out more. Are you a reluctant landlord? Tired of tenant hassles? Cursed by constant maintenance? Tormented by empty properties producing no rent? Want to escape these worries or get out altogether? At Prime Lettings, we understand your pain and have bespoke solutions to release you from these problems. Ring us on 616 707 for a free confidential chat. Prime Lettings. We're on call and on the ball at 616 707. This April, Tours Isle of Man are mixing it up in the Shires on a fantastic trip to Nottingham. Join us for a week from the 16th of April as we visit the historic city's famous sites, including museums and shopping opportunities, and even a short excursion on a narrowboat through the beautiful Derwent Valley. And then we'll bring you home, straight to your door. Nottingham is not to be missed. Find out more on our website. Visit Shopping that costs less before you even 